and welcome to Midday. Now, each of you have come very close to achieving world domination, and yet, in every case, your plans have been thwarted by one man, James Bond. If you had to do it over again, how would you handle Bond? I think, Jennifer, that there's one thing that Ernst, uh, Oric, and I agree on, and we make this point in our book. Uh, if James Bond manages to infiltrate your complex and you capture him, uh, just, just kill him. Yeah, yeah just shoot him. You know? Amen. Yeah. Don't keep him alive for even a little while. Put a bullet in him and get on with your plan. Welcome, pussies galore, to Geek Salad episode 225. <laughs> Gordon's Gin presents James Bond's Musical Variety Hour. I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Catherine. And tonight we are grabbing three parts Gordon's Gin, one part vodka, one half ounce of Le Blanc, shaken, not stirred, mixing our martinis, and we are ranking all 24 of the official James Bond songs. Good Lord, what an undertaking. Yeah. So this ties into um, the retro movie reviews that Mike and I have been doing on our YouTube channel, which mm. is just Geek Salad Podcast, where we have been reviewing um, kind of the best and the worst of all of the Bonds. And I think, Mike, we're resigned at this point to just say we're just doing um, the rest of them. all the Bonds going going forward because of the four... Pierce Brosnan ones, and then there's only five Daniel Craig ones, so yeah, we're just gonna. Yep, exactly. Oh, yeah, that's right. You gotta watch those. Yeah, soon. So yeah, so I, I, I gotta ask because I did send out the um, playlist, which is also available, the 007 themes, uh, which is available also as a playlist on our YouTube page. Uh, how did you guys feel about re-listening to these songs or listening to some of them for the first time? That was fun. Yeah. And it, it was fun, and it was not fun. It depended on the song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is why we're ranking them. Yeah, yeah. some of them were fun, some of them were not fun, some of them were just, eh, you know what, they're there. They're, they yep. exist. Yep. They, they exist within the span of um of existence. Yeah, my, I asked my daughter what she thought of some of them. She's like, a lot of them are really boring. I'm like, yeah, there's a whole, there's a whole Bond thing you just kind of have to deal with with these songs. Yeah. Okay, so she's yeah. not to uh, certain levels of jazz yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Exactly. So there's plenty of time. I wouldn't have been into it at her age either. That's true. That's true. So what we're gonna do is, I did about a week ago put this out to Twitter as well to get there. So the collective gets a a, a pick here, and then we'll determine where it belongs. There are three categories. Uh, we are starting with. Double O Negative, which are the worst of the Bonds, the Bond songs. Meh, Raker, which is uh, just that mid-tier, <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's got some redeeming quality. And then License to Slap, 
not in the Connery sense of just keeping a woman under control because, you know, she's exhibiting a mind of her own, but just slaps in terms of the musical term that the young kids like to use these days, the fellow kids. So, yeah, I, I had three other in mind. <laughs> yeah, I was going to go with uh, License to Meh and then um, Boo Raker and Boo then Raker. License to Rock. Oh, damn. Why didn't you tell me that beforehand? I put these out a month ago, Mike. <laughs> I know. I just, thought, I just thought of them like over the last two days. Damn it. All right. Well, hey. Um, so anyway, and I do want to disclose there it be before somebody calls out. Um, actually, there is no official theme for Dr. No. There's a song called Under the Mango Tree, which I guess is an original composition. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. But it features in the middle of the sh- of the movie. Um, there are there are like two songs that are kind of like they're featured at the end, but they're considered part of the Bond uh, canon. So we're going to include those. Yeah. All right. We ready to rank these guys? Yeah, we're ready. All right. And we're going to randomize them, too, because nothing is more boring than going through the 60s and then the 70s and then the 80s. So I got the handy dandy randomizer here. Excellent. And we are going to pick our first uh, movie. Spring! Which actually, believe it or not, is the first one we were going to talk about, which is Matt Monroe from Russia with Love. I've traveled the world to learn I must return from Russia with love. I've seen places, faces, and smiles for a moment but oh you haunted me so <laughs> thoughts um well this is you know this is the first movie right this is the fir- well this is the first bond song yeah okay yeah yeah, because you, I assume you ordered the playlist more or less in order. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And and I listened to it twice. Um, I don't mind it, but I wouldn't, like, look for it. Right, okay. Yeah, okay. It, it's... Serviceable? Yeah, I mean, I mean I've mean, i got a, a kind of a thing for, like, the old, those old kind of British kind of slow jazz pop song things. It's, it's lounge singing. Yeah, lounge yeah. Sing. It's, it's not one I'd probably go out of my way to listen to, but if it right. comes on, I'm like, yeah, you know, it's it's not bad. Yeah. I'll, I'll enjoy it. I'm not. Okay. Gonna, I'm not going to give it the highest rating. Right. But it's like I'm not going to turn the radio off if it comes on. Yeah, it's like upper middle tier for me. Upper. All right. So you, you got an upper middle tier. I kind of feel like it's it's definitely trying something. I mean, it was also the first one, the first one to, you know, right. actually have the title in the song. So Right. Oh, I think a lot of it might, for me, have to be the tawdriness of Matt Monroe's voice, where he's just kind of like, it's almost like he's lunging. All the lyrics are from <laughs> Russia with love. So, yeah. I, it's I'm a gonna, style. All right. So I'm going to go about mid-tier. A mid-breaker for me. Uh, what about you guys? Where would you Where would you place this? Oh yeah, Matt Breaker was where I had Matt it. Breaker. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm giving it a double O meh, but a okay. high double O meh. You're giving it a high double O, double o you, meh? You, you've added another level. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, no, that, that's my version of Merraker, because I, I can't say Merraker, <laughs> because Moonraker was, is one of my least favorite Bond movies, so I yeah. can't give it a meh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What about, um, all right, so for myself, I'm also giving it meh, and Twitter, 85%. Of our Twitter poll, found that yes, it is in fact a meh raker. So we're just gonna stick it right. Actually, we're gonna stick it right dead in the middle for kind of the meh. You know, is the way my chart is set up here. I could probably put put a few above, like a little higher up on here, but I didn't. I'm just too lazy to actually do the design at this point. That's what I would well, do. Well, we'll worry about that later. You can always, yeah. you know. Do you, do you know you can add rows to spreadsheets? It's awesome. I, I, I'm well aware of that. I do this for a living. So, anyway, let's... Uh, well, I know the keyboard shortcuts for doing it in uh, Excel, so there you go. Ah. ah. All right, so let's uh, hit the randomizer again. It's like the spinning of a Walther P6. All right. Nancy Sinatra, <laughs> you only live twice. recognizably a Bond type theme style yeah. of song. To a certain it's, degree, yeah. It's, it's, I, I, put, I put it in my Met Raker. Okay. It, it's it's like the first Bond song that really just feels like a love song and I'm sorry, but I don't watch Bond movies for the love story. Never have, never will. Okay. Ooh, they're not known for their romantic subplots. They're known for, uh, you know, one night stands that sometimes mean yeah. a little bit more, but usually don't because the character's gone by the next movie. Yeah, they're so, they're known for their nookie subplots. Exactly. There's so, right. there's there's two women. There's the good one that he ends up with until the next movie, and the bad one that he ends up with until the good one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and and you, you only have twice is really just the first Bond theme song that's trying to be a love song and i'm sorry that just doesn't work for me so i this one's a no that's a negative for you it's a boo raker oh okay Catherine, where were you where are you putting this one on your thing i was a meh raker you were meh all right so i i gotta say i am kind of in the middle on this one because it's it's an okay song but i love that fuzzy guitar riff that they use with it I think it's for me. It would be an upper, an upper meh. And yeah, yeah. Because again, and, it's it's like it's the kind of sound that I don't mind listening to. Right. Yeah. 
for, yeah, for me, I, I have like two real kind of classifications. One is it a Bond? Does it feel like a Bond song? Does it have mm-hmm. that kind of that feel? And two, is it a good song on its own? Right. And for right. me, it really doesn't feel like a Bond song. And honestly, it's not something I would I want to listen to regularly. Okay. I feel like, well, I heard it, like, they played it in an episode of Mad Men once, and I felt like it fit perfectly. So it's weird, because it, it does kind of feel like one of those late Eric Connery Bond songs. But because they were actually able to interject it into another entity entirely, I'm like, oh, this, this song's not too bad. Um, it has so, a place. Yeah, yeah. It, does have, it does have its place. It has and, a place if it's your thing, and if it's yeah. not your thing, well, you know, that's fine. Yeah. Well, 54% of Twitter also gave it a meh breaker. So what we're going to do, it's going to go, again, dead splat in the middle here between my upper my upper meh and Mike's lower meh. Okay. It's going to go dead square in the middle right alongside Matt Monroe there. That sounds good to me. All right. Matt Monroe wouldn't mind being next to Nancy Sinatra. That's true. I I don't know if Matt Monroe is still alive. I know Nancy Sinatra is still alive, so. All right, we ready for another one here? Mm-hmm. Well, now no, I've got to look up if Matt Monroe's still alive. <laughs> nope, nope, he died in 85. Ah, wow, okay. Yeah, he was only 54 when he died, jeez. Wow, wow. Was it drugs? He was living that, he was living that lounge singer life. Mm. <laughs> okay. Uh, yep. yeah, well, he was an alcoholic, so. Oh, all right. Well, that, that kind of explains the lurching singing style. <laughs> well, that, well, that's that's pretty much on par with back then. Yep. So yep. the next one... Oh, I'm sorry, Catherine, go ahead. No, I was just giggling. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one up is uh, Sheena Easton for Your Eyes Only. You can see so much in me, so much in me that's new. This one, it, it doesn't really feel like a Bond song. It's, a, again, another one of those love songs. But at the same time, I really do like Sheena Easton's voice. And it, it's not a bad song to listen to. So I gave it an upper meh. An upper meh? Yeah, an upper, an upper double O meh. Okay. Yeah, I actually put this in license to slap because even though I heard this a lot on the radio, I don't mind it. And if it came up, I would listen to it. And I might remember it was a Bond song. <laughs> and it is, it is, it is Bond style-ish. It's not yeah. bad. Yeah. And it's, it's also from my favorite Roger Moore movie. So. Okay. Um, 
it's oh man for me i think it's like personally it's a lower license to slap it's i heard it described once that it sounds like a uh feminine hygiene product uh jingle and you know what i'm fine with that yeah <laughs> but there's just something so like solid gold about the whole thing well yeah, we're, we're gonna... I, I wouldn't i wouldn't give it i wouldn't uh, lump it in with like you know feminine hygiene products it's 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 no uh, douche or anything so right. it's definitely like <laughs> i'm just here for you i'm only here for you kind of <laughs> creepy you know like yeah the 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 the, the one of the women from the bond movie yeah. kind of thing yeah which is interesting this is the this is the only movie where um the singer of the song appears in the credit sequence Shinny Easton actually appears singing the song in the credit sequence. And it hasn't happened before or since. Interesting. Not Yeah, it, it is interesting. I mean, this was... She must have been having a moment at that point when the movie came out. Yeah, and honestly, this was Did like one of the first times that they really struck while the iron was, was white hot. Because 81 was a huge year. For Sheena Easton, and if you look at if you look at things that came before this, outside of maybe Paul McCartney, everybody had their heyday at least five years beforehand. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, maybe. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I was okay. just thinking about Lulu. Well, there's, yeah, there's we, we've we've got I, I've I've got some uh, uh, contradictory evidence coming up when it comes up on the old spinner. Gotcha. Well, it will eventually will come soon. So, uh, Catherine, where did you say you were putting license to slap? Oh, yeah, sorry, license to slap. Uh, for your eyes only. For your eyes only, I put in license to slap. It might go lower down in the license yeah. to slap because it it's again it's. I heard this a lot on the radio. I don't mind it. Even though I heard it a lot on the radio, but it, and its bondness is lower than some. Yeah. yeah, it's it's vaguely bondish. It's vaguely bondish. It's not it's not not bond, right? <laughs> and but I, I don't mind listening to it. So, but it's definitely more great. It, it fits the movie that it it, it came with. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it is a very grounded song. Um, yes. this is a very grounded movie. Very, you know, as Bond goes. Mike, where are you putting it? This is um upper upper tier of um double O meh. Double O meh. Okay. I'm gonna go I'm gonna agree with Catherine. I'm putting on the lower end of license to slap, but on the lower end, and in terms of Twitter, we actually had a tie here. Ooh. Um forty three percent voted that it was either meh raker or license to slap. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put it with just a little bit, a whisker of it is going into meh, but primary will sit. Primarily will sit in license to slap. I'm happy with that. Okay. All right, cool, cool. All right, we ready? Another bullet in the, in the uh, chamber here. A ping. <laughs> All right, the most recent of the songs, and also an Oscar winner. Uh, Billie Eilish, No Time to Die. We were a pair But I saw you there 
Definitely a Billie Eilish song. Yes, yes, it is. Of all the Billie Eilish songs, this is the most Billie Eilish-ish. No, <laughs> I just want to hear you say Billie Eilish-ish again. <laughs> Billie Eilish-ish. No, I can say it like Connery too. Billie Eilish. Eilish. <laughs> um, it's not the most Billie Eilish song that ever was, but it's definitely Billie Eilish. Yeah, yeah. I but I like her, but it's. I'm trying to find it on my... I'm like, I know I wrote it down on this piece of paper. <laughs> um, it, it it does sort of feel like a mom oh, song. Um, I, it, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely... It's a good song. It's it's kind of Bond. It's more Billie Eilish than it is Bond. Yeah. Yeah. So it really kind of depends on what you think of Billie Eilish. Um, I honestly, this is really the the only song of hers I've ever really listened to. Okay, she's not okay. one I go to, and I I gave it an upper double O mat. It it's it's a fine song, and it sort of feels Bondish. It's just it it just it feels weird for a Bond movie. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little bit irritated that she won over Dos Origuetas. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, we know that it's going to be an absolute goddamn banger when Lin-Manuel finally wins. Yes. I, you know what, though, the thing is, I wasn't nearly as upset about this as when he lost to City of Stars, because how far I'll go is just, it's Disney perfection, and yeah. he got fucking robbed. Yes, he did. Um, you know what, the thing with this movie is, this, this song, rather, I'm assuming neither of you have seen No Time to Die yet. No. It fits. That's the thing. I was nice. prepared to go. I was prepared to go meh on this song until I, I I watched the movie, and it fucking fits. It makes all the sense in the world. When, after you, especially now, you know, with most most movies now, like you, like the opening version of um, "Smells Like Teen Spirit," they did in front of Black Widow, and pretty much any time they ask Lord to sing anything, that's a cover. That's kind of the way that these these theme songs are going now with that slower droning whisper. Um, I'm going mid. I'm going mid license to slap on this one. The more I hear it, I really I really like this song. Yeah, I Catherine, would put this. Yeah. I would put this at top net breaker or the bottom of license to slap because I happen to like Billie Eilish. The first time I heard her, I was you know driving in my car. It was right before uh, uh, our last station or our second to last station that was playing some modern stuff played 
and, and instead of switching to like, you know, the new classic rock, which is, you know, eighties and nineties. Yeah. Um, and so that was like one of the first new songs I'd heard for a while that I was like, yeah, I need to hear more of her. Nice. I like, I like Billy. like, there's, there's several songs of hers that I really like. Um, and this is, like I said, I'm like, okay, yep, that's Billie Eilish, and it's kind of, sort of, but she's also very young, so she's got room to grow. Right. Right. Mike, how about yeah, you? I would... Um, yeah, Upper Double O Matt. It, it, like I said, it's it's a fine song. It's just, meh. It, eh. doesn't really <laughs> just click for me. Yeah, okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't peg you for a Billie Eilish listener. Oh, not not at all. Good call. Not at all. Um, yeah. And I, I'm going about mid. I'm going about like lower end. License to slap. Uh, now Twitter actually 56 percent went with license to slap. So that makes sense. yeah. So this one's gonna is gonna reside in license to slap, but just you know, some of it will be sitting in um in, in meh, breaker. Just be just because. Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool. All right. So the next one on our list here. Wheeler Morality, turn, turn, turn. Turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn. Uh, Let's pull up here. Ah, okay. From the from the spy who loved me, Carly Simon, nobody does it better. was a good idea. I Who put this in this double O negative because I would still turn off the radio when this comes on. Like, I can see the quality that this song has, but I still don't want to listen to it. <laughs> this is one of those songs I'm sure was an absolute banger in the it's 70s. Not a banger! In it's the not a difference between a banger and nobody does it better. Well, well, I'm That's just, not I'm a banger, just saying, yeah. man. It does not have the energy for a banger. So, no, I'm, I'm, I'm talking in the context of the time. I'm sure that people just love the shit out of this song. They could love the shit out of it. That doesn't make it a banger because no, it doesn't it have any energy at all. Oh, it's the a, irony. I, I, I got to check my microphone because the uh, the irony coming out of my voice. I, I, <laughs> um, got it. I'm not picking up on the sarcasm. Yeah, no, exactly. Work, They're definitely work, work on your sarcasm. Yeah, sorry. Ah, uh, 
this one's a so weird. It yeah. doesn't sound like a Bond song in context to other Bond songs. Doesn't really fit you know, for the movie either. I mean, the fact that they just throw in the Spy Who Loved Me into it for like no real. I mean, really, it, it doesn't serve any purpose to the song. Right. Lyrically, yeah. it makes no sense. It's it's tough. It, this is a. It's just like and, and Carly Simon. I would have never pegged to have like the Bond song. Um, it's just, uh, it feels yeah. out of place. It feels out of place now, especially in context of like, if I, if I had this on shuffle and I'm driving my kids to camp and it came on after um, more of a rocker and it was just like, well, what? This can't be the same playlist. Can't, oh no, it is. It's Charlie, it's Charlie Simon. Um, yeah. I'm not personally. I'm not a fan. I would put this in double O negative. Uh, what yep. about you guys? Absolutely. Like the song has its place. It's just not on the not on the Bond list. And yeah, <laughs> honestly, I don't know if I'd listen to this on a like romantic playlist. I might put it on like a sad playlist. <laughs> it is not a happy song. No, it's not. Considering also considering the energy that goes into um the spy who loved me which is a really solid movie it is a solid movie yeah it's so the it's, second it's, most solid um more movie i think I, I agree i agree um yeah no it's tough now here's the interesting thing though we're all kind of on the double o negative end of things twitter i i haven't given my vote yet oh you have not okay oh. go for it sorry i forgot about that um I'm actually going to go with a, a lower tier meh, double O meh for me. Okay. Um, it doesn't feel like a Bond, fa- Bond song, but you know what? It doesn't offend me. If it comes, like, you know, I, I've got my all the Bond songs on the playlist. I've been playing it um, during my commute the last few days. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if it shuffles, like, all right, fine. I'll listen to it this once. And, you know, it, it's... Not the worst song I've ever heard, so it's... Oh, yeah, well, clearly. Yeah, I'm willing to give it enough wiggle room to put it in my in the lower tier of Double, double O Meh. Okay. So none, none of these songs are the worst I've ever heard. Right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, one that may... may, may yeah, it might come into close contention. So Twitter, 71% gave it license to slap. Really? Yeah. Interesting. They, they, wow. Yeah, they, they have a fondness for the song that might not be associated with his bondness. 70%. 71%. I don't see that. I, I don't know where that came from. Yeah, it's, it's it interesting, but it's, it's got, you know, it definitely, it's just one of those songs that can be said it's got its fans. Yeah. So between Mike's general, I'll listen to it again, ambivalence, um, and with, with with that overwhelming thing, it's it's going to sit kind of half and half here. It's going to sit in between double O negative and meh breaker. I'm fine with that. Okay. It, it is what it is. Okay. We do, yeah, we do have to give some some weight to our, our Twitter poll. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, there's four of us here. Joe has got his brother visiting him or else he would have been joining us. Jim yeah. is on his way to uh, Europe. And... Um, oh, Original recipe Mike is uh, prepping for his wedding, so yes, so yep. many things that we uh, so many people could not make it tonight. So Joe did say he might jump on later if 
he is available. But let's um, let's move on then. Let me uh, spin it. Shake, let me shake that martini again. See where we uh, we go. Spin it. Da, 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 da. Sorry. Going back to Tailspin there. All right. <laughs> all right. From uh, On Her Majesty's Secret Service, we have all the time in the world. All the time in the world Time enough for life to unfold All the precious things love has in store We have all the love in the world If that's all we have, you will find we need nothing more. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's love, that's uh. You go, Mike. I, I love Louis Armstrong, and I mean, it is a good song. It's not a Bond song. Yeah. Not at all. This is, again, this is another weird one where it, it – all right, so here's here's my thoughts on this song. First of all, I feel like a lot of the um, the string section of this is, lifts directly from You Only Live Twice. Mm, that makes really sense. Really lifts it directly from it. Now, I know Louis Armstrong didn't write this song. He just sang it. Um, right. And he was near the end anyway, so it was probably like a, hey, Louie, here's a hundred bucks, sing this, all right. So, um, now here's the interesting thing about this song. This song also appears as the end credit song in No Time to Die. Hmm. And I was, cool. sh- they actually use that same, um, that string movement, it's integrated into the score, too. Yeah, so which is which is cool, but if we're if we're ranking the song as a Bond song, you know it's it's harmless. It doesn't. It what it was in in credit song in Honor Majesty's Secret Service as well. Uh, they really didn't do a a traditional thing. I think they were trying to move away from the Connery formula uh, for the for the sole Lazenby movie. And they realized and, that nobody liked that, so they went back to it. Yeah, well, it's found <laughs> it's found its audience. But anyway, where. All right, Catherine, where do you where do you put We Have All the Time in the World? I'm going to put it at the top of Meh Raker, the, the okay. mid-level, because, you know, it's a it's a good song. It's not a terribly Bond song, but I'm not going to blame Louis Armstrong for that, and I'm not going to ding him for that. All right. Mike, well, how about you? I'm pretty much in the same boat as uh, Catherine. It's my kind of upper-tier double-O Meh, because it is a good song, and I, like, I really like Louis Armstrong. It's just... It is not a Bond song. It doesn't feel like one at all. I'm in the same boat where it's upper tier meh. Um, but here's the thing. 64% of our Twitter uh, uh, said it was a license to slap. Let's put it at the bottom of license to slap. No, it's go- actually, it's going to, it's it's a three to four here. So it's like a quarter <laughs> of it's going to be in the, I can do, I, I, I can do fractions. Um, 
So, yeah, it's going to be, it's just going to kind of reside slightly below uh, No Time to Die. But, um, okay. yeah. So I think it's, it's a fair thing, too, because it is kind of the forgotten song as well. From the yeah. Forgotten. What's that, Mike? From the Forgotten movie. Right, exactly. The one that you're like, oh, I forgot United Artists put that one out. No, that was uh, you, um, Never Say Never Again. <laughs> Which, yeah, that that song ain't getting that that song's not showing up. So yeah, nobody wants to talk about that one. No, no, I can't even remember who somebody did do a theme song for that too, and I don't remember who it was. Well, now that sounds like a challenge. Well, that that's what Wikipedia is for, Mike. Tell you what, you look there. that up. You How go was your look Google that flu? up. Google Flu. Uh-huh. Uh, never say never again. Title song by, performed by Lonnie Hall. Who? Okay. No idea. Okay, well, this is, you know, they, they, they spent so much money on getting Connery, they could pretty much get whatever they could get at that point. Yeah, yeah, right. it's like, looks like her uh, her time came and went about uh, 11 years prior to this movie came out. Oh, what was her so, big hit? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. She did with... Uh, she was a lead vocalist for Sergio Mendez and Brazil 66. All right, moving on then. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm going to drop that ball in the roulette wheel and let's see what the next uh, song is going to be. <laughs> Paul McCartney and Wings, Live and Let Die. When you were young and your heart was an open book used to say, live and let live. You know you did, you know you did, you know you did. But if this ever-changing world in which we live in makes you give in a cry, say live and let die. Um, yeah. I wish I wish Joe was here because I know Joe would be all about it. Yeah, I'm not. It's so a much. it's a pretty good song. It it is. It's 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 a it's not for me. Honestly, this, this yeah. song is not for me, and it's no. it only feels like a half a Bond song. Like you you can tell which songs feel like a Bond song, and then it just shifts and it feels like a a wing song. Yeah, and the two I'll, parts I'll, I'll not definitely very give well. you that. The two I'll, parts I'll definitely give you that. That's the thing with a lot of Wings songs, though, is that they're almost schizophrenic in the way that they go. It's like it starts as one song, and then like the bridge of the song is just this insane other thing, and then they go. They remember the song that they were trying to do, and they go back to it, 
That's this is the Band on the Run. It's it, literally Band yeah, on the Run is yeah. three different songs. This is three different songs thrown in together. Yeah, and it, it, one of which is a good me. one of which is a good Bond song. The other ones, I don't know what the hell they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I I like it as a song. I, I was like, oh, this was a Bond song. I didn't realize that. Okay, yeah, yeah. As far as songs go, I like it. It's it's a fun, you know, play with the rhythm, play with the, the sensation thing. But as a uh, Bond song, it's like uh, not memorable that it's a Bond song. <laughs> <laughs> I will I will say this that um, because this is Roger Moore's first outing as Bond. Yeah, they they decided to move away from the uh, the loungy aspect of the you know, doing two Shirley Bassey songs and Tom Jones and, you know, to, to, to do something that was at the time relevant. Paul McCartney was relevant in 1973. Right. And, you know, it, it was, it was kind of ballsy to do now with more movies. We'll, as we'll find as we go through, it's the first of the, no, this is the second of the more movies we're talking about. Um, you know, they, they, they are, they are like, they are truly hit or miss. So, <laughs> um, all right. Where are we, where are we putting live and let die? Uh, for me, it's lower to your meh, double O meh. Okay. The, the part, the parts that feel like a Bond song, they do feel like a Bond song and they work, but they're so short and the rest of the parts do not feel like Bond at all. And, Honestly, I don't even much care for him that much. Okay. How about you, I'll, I'll, I'll put this at bottom of license to slap because, you know, it's Bondness, not so much, but it is a great tune, and I like to play it. Yeah. I, I'm i also going with license to slap on this. I would go mid-tier license to slap on this one. I really enjoy this one. Yeah. Um, Twitter also enjoyed it, 88% of the vote went to a license to slap for a live and let die. I was just pushing it down because it's not super bondy, but you know, if right. I judge it based on some merits, Oh yeah, it's a good song. Oh yeah. Not for In my right. opinion. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not your stuff. Yep. Yeah. No, that's fine. And that's why we're not bringing up the, uh, the um, cover that guns and roses did. Yeah. Did you get a cover for this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeez. It was a huge hit. Yeah, if, no, I, if, no. if there's one version of this song that are like, even worse than this one. Uh-huh. No, the fun thing is when you're somewhere and you hear the original and someone who's only heard the Guns N' Roses version goes, this is an interesting cover, and it's like, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually. <laughs> you mean to tell me that Paul McCartney was in another group before Wings? <laughs> Good on you for quoting Bill Billy, Billy Crystal. Crystal. Yep. <laughs> I had that tape. I might still I did have too. that tape. I did too. <laughs> All right, we ready for another one here? Yep. Uh, well, where are we going to end up? Do we, do we have another? Oh, choice? oh yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. So it's a um, it's going to sit like with, with kind of its tail in Mech Raker, but a license to slap nonetheless. Yep. More license to slap. Like, the cool parts of the song are all licensed to slap, but the meh breakers are just kind of thrown in there. Fair. All right. Now we got the granddaddy, the one that started the, the real trend off, Shirley Basie, Goldfinger. 
Dame Shirley Bassey. Dame to... Shirley Bassey, yes. Yes, I was I was going to park on this one for a minute because this is clearly the one that defined it all. And whenever like one of the songs didn't do well, they went and tried to find that lightning in a bottle again. And there's a reason why like this style has been spoofed so many times because you have, you know, first of all, they did uh, Goldfinger on The Muppet Show. Yep. Uh <laughs> I feel like the the Celine Dion song for Deadpool two kind of pulls from this a little bit. You can see that. Yeah. And of course, there's a Spy Hard by Weird Al and oh, yes. Doctor Evil by They Might Be Giants. And um, then let's not forget the Simpsons with the Hank Scorpio theme. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And then we can have a really deep dive into Firewall from the cartoon reboot. Ah. Oh yeah! Then I forgot <laughs> that song. I, yeah, no, we were we were you know I was doing this with my husband the other night and he was like Firewall by Reboot by the Reboot Show and I was like what and we put it up and it was like yup yep. yep that's definitely a thing. I love Reboot too. <laughs> and I know I'm going to be going against the grain for this one. But uh, yeah, this is this is definitely. In my opinion, this defined the style, and this is, goes at the top of License to Slap. I, I agree with Catherine that it defined the style, but much like um, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, yeah, it kind of originated everything, but is it good on its own? Maybe? Um, I mean, Goldfinger, it, it feels like a Bond song. You can't, there's very few so- other songs on this list that are feel as much as a Bond song as Goldfinger. But, and the ones that do are ripping off of Goldfinger. Yeah, lyrically, this song sucks. If you just listen to the lyrics of it, like, was this written by, by like a kindergartner or something? It's <laughs> no. His heart is cold. So you don't want to be kissed by him. It's like he likes gold. It's like, seriously, it's got like three lines in the whole movie, and half of them are he likes gold, and it's. it's Lyrically, it is simplistic. Her voice does the best that she can with it. It's 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 solely mad for me because it's just it 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 is definitely a Bond song, but it's not a great Bond song. I mean, not a great song on its own. All right, I this I mean I love I like other songs more than this in this genre, but this song is the undisputed king. Of James Bond songs, I'm I'm sorry, Mike. It is no, no, no. Hey, there's a reason why everybody go makes fun of this one, right? It's it's just yeah. it's such the trendsetter. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a reason why other other songs do better is because they they probably do it better. But you have to. Nobody does it better right. than Goldfinger. 
I mean, much like you know, Snow, uh, Snow White. Yeah, it was the first. It started everything. But there are better animated movies out there that you know pay homage to Snow White. There are better songs on this list that pay homage to Goldfinger. Right, right. But this, I mean, this song. If you if you want to get ramped up for Bond, this is still a good song to get ramped up to Bond for. Yeah. If you just play this, just play the music. Absolutely. The lyrics are just what yeah. kills on this one. They really do. Well, they definitely sell the story. <laughs> they sell that he likes gold. Yeah, well, he there's, does love there's gold. There's not a whole lot of story. It's a Bond movie. He loves gold, Mike. Only gold. <laughs> if, you, if you want to get to a song that uh, gives away the story, we'll get oh, to that we're, one. We're, we're getting to that one pretty soon. So, um, all right, Catherine, I'm assuming you're going license to slap, high license to slap on this one. That would be what I said, yes. Yes. I, I am also going with a high license to slap. Mike, you're going meh on I'm this going one? double O meh. You're going double O meh on that one? Yeah. 86% of our um, our Twitter poll went with license to slap. I'm this not- one has to reside. It's going to reside dead in the middle of license to slap here. I just feel like it's its influence is so overwhelming. I know yeah. I'd be fighting the green in this one. Yep. No, I know. I, I know. And I'm sure there's going to be one or two that we'll all be fighting the grain over at some juncture or another. Yep. So let's uh, let's move on. Yeah. Shall we? Mm-hmm. All right. So the next one up is. Aha. OK. This one to me is God tier. You know my name by Chris Cornell from uh, Casino Royale. It's a good song. Yep. It's it another one. Not not the most bondy of the songs, but it is a great song. Because Chris mm. Cornell. Oh, this song this song is very much a song that slaps. Yeah. Uh, th- this this is going to be like the first one that we go through on at least my list that I'm going to go with a uh, license to rock. Yeah, it is. I mean, this this is one of those songs that it... Out of context of the movie, it's still a great song. Yeah. But when you consider where, what movie it's for, that they're introducing a new Bond in that movie, mm. how could you, how could you not love this song? Mm. Seriously. It's got a nice, nice, good up-tempo beat to it as well. Well, not, not so nice to the fact, too. Again, it's, it's the, it's an introduction to a new era of Bond. Um, this song is just so amazing in so many ways. I, I, I am, I'm putting it high license to slap. This is my favorite Bond song. Hmm. It's not my favorite Bond song, but it is definitely license to rock. It, um, 
Yeah, I'm gonna put it nice mid tier license to rock. Now, you right. know what? Upper upper tier license to rock. All right, great. Catherine, how about you? I definitely had it into license to slap because again, I'm like its bondness is debatable, but its song its excellent songness is not debatable to me. Yeah. And um Twitter agrees, eighty seven percent. Yeah. Of uh Twitter. Uh, gave it a license to slap. This song is this is just as I said. This is god tier. <laughs> let's let, out your D twenty. <laughs> yeah, let let's move out. Uh, let's let's move away to, to a bond we haven't talked about yet with Pierce Brosnan, and we're going to talk about uh, Cheryl Crow tomorrow. Never dies. this one oh i had this this is like a bottom meh raker for me yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm i'm good with that because it it sort of feels like a bond song but it sort of doesn't feel like a good song yeah i have my my note was that it was her least fine moment yeah like yeah. i, she'll, she'll I like... go ahead I like Cheryl. I like some of what Cheryl Crow's done, and I don't love this. I yeah, I don't love this song either. Um, her voice—I feel like her mm-hmm. voice is, is just too thin for this. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? It's like she is straining something hard on trying to get these uh, trying yeah, to get this stuff. Because she's more she's more country, right? Right, Mike. Um, I mean, she's not considered country, but I she's think like she, she rock has, country-ish. yeah, she kind of works in that kind of country adjacent feel. Yeah. She, well, she was definitely like, she was part of like that, that whole Lilith Fair gang from, yeah. right. um, you know, from the, from the, from the nineties and uh, she legitimately had like one good album. And then an album that sold uh, really well, uh, but then ended up becoming like sold, you know, like people would sell it back as a, you know, for used CDs. Yeah. So it completely skewed its numbers. Ironically, the uh, ending song of this one, also another kind of Lilith Fair alum. um, Oh, Katie Lang, Surrender. Surrender by Katie Lang is a far better song. Yeah, yeah. I know that one. I know but, that one better. But that's the closing song, and so it's not on the list. Right, mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. I remember hearing it from a Bond CD, and I was just like, what, what, why, why wasn't this 
the song. And I, at that point, I had totally forgotten about um, the Sheryl Crow song as well. Yeah. So it was uh, that was a tough one. Sheryl, yeah, Sheryl Crow's never really done much for me. Um, it, never did much for me either, even when she was popular. Yeah, me neither. And her, her voice is fine. It's just, it's not my taste at all. So, yeah, it, it feels Bondy, but not a great song for me, so meh. <laughs> All right, so do we, let's uh, let's take a look here and see what Twitter had for uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. They had it as a meh. Mike, you're going meh. I'm going Catherine, you're meh. going meh. I'm actually going double O negative. I, I truly do not like this song. Um, yeah, I, I put this at the bottom of, of meh just because I had so many things in double O negative at the time. Yeah, But, well, yeah, this was – yeah, and, and I don't mind Sheryl Crow. But, yeah, again, it's a really fine moment. It's not great. Yeah. I'm yeah. putting it uh, – in terms of the overall list here, I'm putting it lower than – like, just just a shade, a skosh, if you will, lower than than um, nobody does it better. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. Fair. I'd rather Basically. listen to nobody does it better than, than – um, <laughs> Awesome, awesome. Okay, let's pull up another one. I'm just starting to rebuild the, uh, the randomizer right now, so we can just hit this and see what we got. <laughs> All right, actually, funny enough, another Brosnan tune. The uh, World is Not Enough by Garbage. another could be met breaker for me okay i'm like i, I originally put it on double o negative and then i was like eh, you know it's got it's got the tension it's got the the flavor you know as my husband put it the lux of a bond song okay but uh other than that it's just like yeah yeah it seems like you know when they when they hit the pierce bras in the era they kind of knew that the theme song had to have that kind of bondy feel to it. Mm-hmm. So all of them kind of meet that criteria to a certain extent, but uh, it's all right. It's, it's solidly double O math for me. Okay. I, I gotta say this out of all four of the Brosnan songs is my favorite out of all of the Brosnan songs. I felt like, um, I felt like garbage was such an out of left field choice for them mm-hmm. because they, they weren't—I mean, they weren't a huge band when this came out. Um, 
you know, they were, I mean, they, they were well known. I think uh, version 2.0 came out around this time, so they were getting some decent radio play. Yeah. But, um, yeah. it's, I, I really, I love this song. I, I really do. So, I, 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 would, I would put it as a license to slap. You guys are both in the, firmly in the meh yeah. column for it. Yeah. All right, let's take a look. What did Twitter? What did Twitter say about this one? Lang Twitter. Lang Twitter. <laughs> All right, let's see. The world is not enough. 62% gave it a license to slap. So it is oh, going Mike. dead in the you middle. You and I are out. <laughs> it is going to live dead in the middle there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still not going to really listen to it all that much. It's... Nope. I, you know, it's a, again it, based on if you if you're taking it by Bond itself. I mean, and I know we'll, we'll have some dispute here. I still think that this is the better song. I I, I like. They, it seems like they got the um, they got the assignment. They understood the atmosphere that they they needed to go with for it. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a Bryson song coming up that I am well above on this one. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to justify myself to anybody. So, nope. <laughs> all right, give me a second here. Okay, let's let's spin that wheel again. What do we? What is next up on this list? We have got ah another one that I truly love. Uh, Duran Duran, A View to a Kill. Sounds like a strained yeah there, Catherine. Yeah, I I don't mind some Duran Duran, and this was the time in my life where I had like HBO uh-huh. on my cable, so I watched this movie a ton. And <laughs> honestly, I'd rather just watch that actress say a view to a kill. Oh, than, Grace Jones. <laughs> yeah, Grace Jones. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, between between this and Conan the Destroyer, uh, Grace Jones. Uh, <laughs> um, um, like it's not bad. It's not my favorite Duran Duran song, that's for sure. I I was just I just listened to this one again earlier today. Um, 
I think it's a better Duran Duran song than it is a Bond song, but it is still a good Bond song, so. Okay. I I love this one. I feel like they got the all of the, the John Barry beats that he put into every one of of the movies that he scored, those show up in homage somewhere in this. I was actually blown away. We saw Duran Duran live about like six years ago. And they played, and I wasn't expecting them to play this. I was with Joe, and Joe was, Joe was like, oh, I hope they play that. I'm like, I don't think you're going to play that. They're not going to play that. And they played <laughs> it because, to this day, it is still the only um, Bond song to chart number one in the Billboard Hot 100. Fair enough. That's true. And it hit number two in the UK. Yeah, which, which is amazing to me, because, I mean, Duran Duran were more popular than the, uh, the monarchy back then. Yeah. So, all right, we're... Where are we? Where are we slotting this one, folks? Uh, I'm I'm giving you a license to rock. It's a good All song. Right. Again, better Duran Duran song than Bond song, but it's still a good Bond song and a solid song on its own. So yeah, license to rock. Catherine, I had it in Matt Riker, but I'm not going to fight. Okay. I I, yeah, I, I see no reason to fight on this one. I'm like you, you can't fight my... City Hall on this one. <laughs> I wonder yeah, where Andy's going to put it. It's my it's my opinion, but that doesn't mean I'm correct. And, you know, other people like it more than I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. yeah. This is, to me, this is top three Bond songs. Um, I, I love this. I mean, I was in, Lord, I was such a, so gay for Duran Duran back in 1985, too, <laughs> that it was funny. Um, oh, back in yeah, 1985. Yeah, yeah, not now, right? <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, I mean, now they're, but hey, I will give them all the credit. Now he's straight for Duran Duran. Yeah, now I'm straight for Duran Duran. No, they were, uh, they were one of those bands that just like, you know, I know they were kind of like the for girls band back then, but I really love them because mainly I love new wave music. And now you see them, they're they're now recipients for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, For the most part, they lived pretty clean. Simon LeBond's voice hasn't changed a, a bit in, uh, you know, 40 plus years, hmm. but, um, Dis- despite the poison poured down his throat when they were doing that one video. Oh yeah. Oh God. Yes. <laughs> the same prayer video. It's like, don't let the local kids feed him. What are you doing? Um, yeah, it's <laughs> man. I, I, I really love this. This is a license to slap for me and 93% of Twitter also agree with us that it is a license to slap um with Catherine going on mid on there i'm on there i'm gonna i'm actually gonna put it on par with um with goldfinger in terms of its its ranking here i would put it below goldfinger personally you would put it below goldfinger i put it above goldfinger with with yeah yeah that's the thing is that you and mike had, had very strong slaps again Again, I feel like the reason why some things do great is because they are trying to ape Goldfinger. But that's me. All right, mm-hmm. let's uh, let's get Bye, on Mato. to the next the next one of our songs here. And there we go. What do we got? Aha! Oh, aha! Uh-huh. The Living Daylights. <laughs> you see what I did there without even realizing it's what I did. Yeah. Comes the morning. 
Uh, all right. Thoughts? My note was, uh, aha, they had one good song and this ain't it. <laughs> ah. I have, I have them down in double O negative. Really? Uh, yeah. I, no. I, see, my note for this one is, uh, they had two good songs and this is one of them. This is, <laughs> this one I give a, I give a license to rock. I love this one. <laughs> I I like this song a lot. Um, it's it, it, honestly, it does definitely sound like it. Let's try to recapture the the a view to a kill of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm uh, I, I like this song. I would I would put it as a low tier license to slap. Um, there are obviously there are better Bond songs. I. The funny thing with this one is that this was definitely like somebody was a year too late for the uh, for the take on me video. <laughs> Probably Cubby Broccoli. And it was just like, oh, that's what we need. We need. Uh, <laughs> we need that those young Norwegian guys. And funny story. And I told this on the review when we did the Living Daylights that um John Barry found it so hard to work with AHA because of the orchestrations that were necessary to kind of make the the song, the throughput throughout the entire movie. He stopped composing Bond movies. It's almost like he he went to the Broccoli's and said, listen, it's either AHA or me. And they're like, it was nice working with you, longtime uh, composer John Barry. He's like, you're picking AHA over me? Yeah, they're huge. They're going to be the next Kajagoogoo. So, <laughs> I, I, you know, it's just one of those songs. It's the funny thing about this song is I like the song itself, but there are certain aspects about it that um, are just weird. And a lot of it has to do with the actual where it's placed for the credit sequence, because there is this, this, this crash sound, like the synthesizer crash sound that um, that shows up in the song. And they have a gun in like the in the credit sequence that's firing smoke, and it's about a beat off. It's a noticeable beat off. <laughs> well, I mean, you always see things before you hear them. Well, it, yes. So if you're watching, oh my good lord, it just, it felt weird watching it and being like, okay, why? That just looks off. It's not like bang, bang, bang. It's just a bang, bang. Bang! Still a good song though. Okay. Yeah. No, I like. I do like it. I do. I do like it. Do not get me wrong about that. So let's um. Let's see. What did Twitter say? Sixty nine percent gave it a license to slap. So Catherine, where where are you going on this one? Were you doing a double O? Or were you doing a? I was doing a double O, but uh, I will yield to everybody else liking it much more than I did. All right, well, here's what I'm going to do then, because I'm being so benevolent right now. Um, I'm actually going to put this. Come on, like you. (laughs) Because everybody else really liked it a lot, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to put it on par with uh, The World is Not Enough. All right. I think that's fair. Cool, so it kind of resides between License to Slap and Raker. Because as much as I like it, it this is this is such a low tier license to slap because there are certainly better songs. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, 
This is actually not. I mean, considering I think we're about halfway through this thing, we're not nearly as ne- as I figured. We have a shit ton of more negative than this, and like some pure meh. But I don't know. We're we're getting some real quote unquote winners in a few minutes here. So let's. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next. <laughs> oh my god, it's just like it's going in order now. Gladys Knight, license to kill. Feels like it was marinating in '80s soft pop radio. Yeah, it's so dull. Absolutely, they like they like at the start. You can see them like they're trying to go back to the magic of Goldfinger, and then they were like, "No, no, but we got to make it '80s." (sighs) I I love Gladys Knight, but this song. Sounds like I'd hear it in a dentist's office. Oh, you have it's, a nice dentist's office. Yeah. Oh, man. No, I mean, dentist's office today, not dentist's office like this in the 80s. Oh, no. The first time I went to see my dentist back in 2000, they were playing the, the song from The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Oh. <laughs> Which is not what you want when you have somebody messing with your teeth. Yeah. But you know, it's you know, it's like one of those kind of like <laughs> one of those not like that dog, but because yep. <laughs> that dog is way more wound up than this song. Oh yeah, no, it's. But yeah, I, I'm not. It's it's okay. I don't Sorry, I had to go smack it. dog. No, it's okay. Yep. That's okay. Um, I yeah, it's. What's weird too about this, and again, something I mentioned on the um, on the review that we did for this, was that it was um, like Michael Kamen came in to do the um, the the score for this one, and Michael Kamen is like a big action uh, composer, and he did like the Lethal Weapon movies and, and all he, that. Didn't he do Princess Bride? No, that was Mark Knopfler. Oh, okay. But we're getting another jo- I'm actually going to bring up another Joe jo connection. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to actually bring up another Joe uh, connection in just a second, too, because he, I mean, he was the kind of guy who would get Eric's, Eric Clapton and um, David Sanborn to do songs for the movies. And it's like you get Michael Kamen to do this high-octane, Miami-set drug heist, you know, drug movie, and you get Gladys Knight to sing the theme song. Yeah. What in the name of God is going on with that? Yeah, I, I love Glass Knight's voice, but this, it, it just, it, 
I don't know what the heck this song is. It, and no, and the pimps weren't even there. I'm sorry, pimps. No. It, yeah, it, it's it starts off like a Bond song, and then it becomes something else entirely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's they're like, all right, we're gonna do the Bond thing, we're gonna do the Goldfinger thing, and then we're gonna make it something you totally skate to yeah. at the roller rink. Yeah, it's not great, not at all. I'm yeah. uh, I'm going I'm going a firm double O negative on this one. I I as much as I, I'm not a big fan of this song, I find it hard to give Gladys Knight a a you know a negative there. So yeah, it, it's a meh for me. Okay, it's a it's a meh for me as well. Yeah, and also pretty, with Twitter, pretty much same reason. Yeah, Twitter forty six percent of it. Set of them gave it a uh, meh as well, so it's gonna live primarily just just a skosh above. Um, nobody does it better. Yeah. All right. All right. Ugh. Yeah, it's such. It's weird too because my, when I went back I to watch Life to Kill, I actually liked the movie. And I could honestly put it below. Nobody does it better just because I get so sick of that song. <laughs> Well, Duly noted. <laughs> uh, let's hope it doesn't go in a row because otherwise, well, I mean, if it does go in a row, I know what song we're we'll doing next. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, let's, let's find out. What is next? What is next? What is next? Ah, okay. Well, going back to Craig with uh, oh. Another Way to Die by Jack White and Alicia Keys from Quantum of Solace. Trigger finger for her majesty Another one with the golden tongue Poison in your fantasy Another pill from a killer Turn a thriller to a tragedy Yeah, Such a weird song. I, oh my god. It's just like, if you want to spend five minutes listening to Jack White jerk off his guitar. Yeah. Yeah, that was my impression was, well, it's certainly a Jack White song. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll be be straight up. I've always found Alicia Keys to be a bit on the overrated side. I don't mind Alicia Keys, but this song is just... Jack White, it sounds like he's trying to rap, but he realizes he doesn't have the talent to rap, so he just decides to sing it instead, but he's still trying to get the best of both worlds, and it fails to do either. That's fair. That is a, that is a fair assessment. Yeah, I it's, just, it's yeah. very Jack White, and Alicia Keys is along for the ride. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's... I, I, act, I mean... I like I like a lot of what the Craig films brought. I actively despise this song. Yeah, this is at the bottom of my double O negative. Yep. How about you, Mike? Where would you put this one? Um, another way to die. Uh, 
I couldn't give it a double like a uh, a boo raker because it's it still does sound feels sort of like a Bond song, so it's a low meh. Very it's a low meh for you, okay. Um, Twitter would agree with you. Sixty-seven percent gave it a meh. Um, I got to put it halfway in, halfway out here. In fact, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, it's gonna kind of have to do that because I, I just actively despise this song. I'm fine with that. It yeah, is I don't not actively despise it because I don't hate Jack White that much, but right. it's, it's definitely more Jack White than it is Bond. Yeah, 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 and 100%. it's. It's weird too because I mean this is this is coming out of the, uh, in my opinion the dullest of the Craig Bonds. Oh yeah, and it's just like it's an unspectacular song that I had to constantly look up to make sure I got the right title. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like even even the credit sequence just just doesn't fit all that well. It's just it's it's a weird. It really just isn't great. Yeah, Quantum of Solace is really just kind of like. Well, we got to tie up all the things that we started in Casino Royale. I can liken it this way. It's like, you know, when you, when you have to count, well, there were, Craig was in five Bond movies, and this is one they have difficulty naming. It's like when, when people are trying to count all of the, um, the DCEU movies, and they always forget Suicide Squad. <laughs> 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 all right, let's, uh, let, let's move on then. Another, another martini, Money Penny. Let's uh, take a look here. Oh, boy. All right. All Time High by Rita Coolidge from Octopussy. We need to park on this fucker. Oh, my God. <laughs> so this came up on well, as I'm driving my daughter to camp tonight. And she, you know, it came on and she's like, wait, this is a James Bond song. I'm like, oh, yeah. From the movie Octopussy. And she's like, yes. when, do, when do they say Octopussy? They don't. Why is it called Octopussy? And then I had to explain the whole thing about how. The grandfather gave Octopussy that as a pet name, which, again, doesn't make it any less creepy. No, in fact, makes it more creepy. This song, oh my god, this song is swimming in, like, that early 80s soft rock FM where it's like, that was was All Time High by Rita Coolidge. Uh, Stay tuned, we've got some air supply and Christopher Cross coming up for our block of not unable to keep an erection maintained. Like I was all time high to read by Rita Coolidge. Everyone, please wake up now. It's oh, this is a tough one. It just 
It doesn't feel it, it feels like a Bond song in the worst possible way. <laughs> yeah. It's so it uh, seriously is just it's a it truly is a bad it's a bad song um and it it kind of irritates me that it's got thanks to that stupid movie Ted it got it got like new life oh and god I, it, but it got life in a way like uh th- I think they're just making fun of it it's been a while since I've seen it but I yeah yeah not a fan it, it it does not feel like again much like um nobody does it better it doesn't feel like a bond song at no all. no not at all is it a good song not debatable even it, out of it's, context it's it, it out of context of a bond thing i would still change the channel if it came on Friggin' 1983, Duran Duran had three songs from Rio on there, for God's sake. So, come on. Right, right. Yeah, no, I, 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 I put this in the double O negative slot. Oh, absolutely. Even yes. though, like, this was the first Bond movie I saw. Oh, I'm sorry. My father took us to see it in theaters. I'm really sorry. So, I saw this at a very young age. I did not know what the fuck was going on. Oh, man. This is the kind of movie where you feel its length. You just literally feel the length of this movie every second of every offensive second of this movie. Yeah. It's, yeah. Unless you're like, what was I, six, eight, something. I was just like, wow, I should not be watching this. Woohoo! (laughs) Thanks, Dad! All right, so Catherine, you got a double O negative. Mike, where do you have it? Um, it, it's a very, very low double O meh. Really? Yeah, oh, it, it's it's not a Bond song, and it's not a great song. But there, there are other songs on this list that offend me more. So okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if I haven't made my thoughts abundantly clear, it's a double O <laughs> negative. Um, Twitter, uh, Twitter was really split on this one, ended up like splitting the, the, the positives and the negatives and gave it a 46% meh. So I'm going to give it a slight sliver of a meh. Yeah. With most of it just residing in the bowels of hell where it belongs. I'm fine with that. Okay, Sounds great. Right. Yeah. Okay, great. Cause that, that's where it belongs. It just belongs in the bowels of hell. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it, it's still in a higher tier of hell. Than another song on this list for me. Which we haven't even... How the hell we haven't we gotten to that yet? I'm looking at it in the randomizer. Because oh, the, you, random, you know the randomizer. So, all right. Are we ready? Let's, let's uh, kick this off with another one here. Spin it. Boop, boop. Skyfall Ooh. by Adele. I've drowned and dreamt this moment So overdue I owe it Swept away I'm stolen Let the sky fall and it crumbles We will stand tall. Yeah. 
I'm not I the do biggest. Love me uh, some Adele. I, I'm not the biggest Adele fan, but this song works. This song really works for me. This song works on every. Seriously, this is. I I, I feel like this is akin to what Shirley Bassey. The, the, it's like Bassey. Shirley Shirley sorry Shirley Bassey. Um, got wet so Adele could swim. This is. <laughs> that, wow, that could be taken a very, very wrong way. Just oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> In the credit sequence, frankly, it doesn't make it, it, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> I, I feel like this, I mean, this is how. And, you know, you can dispute me on this if you want to, but this is how all Bond songs going forward are and will be measured. This this could be the, no, the new Goldfinger, definitely. It's absolutely. It's, it's absolutely the, uh, you know, this is this is how we, we, we do a Bond song. You get someone, and you get an alto with pipes and go. Yeah. I mean... I, I, I don't think we would have had no time to die without this one. No, we wouldn't have. We wouldn't have had any of the uh, any of the stuff going forward, um, including another one which we'll talk about in a little bit. But yeah. I – yeah, this song is just – this is such – Skyfall is a god-tier yeah. Bond film to begin with. Yeah. Um, I will I will say that after watching No Time to Die, it might give it a run for its money. But Skyfall is just practically flawless, and the song, the song is gorgeous. It it, it checks every single box. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, absolute license to slap for me. License to rock for me. License to slap. Yeah, and eighty three percent of Twitter agrees with us all. It's sitting up there on the top, along oh, yeah. with uh, you know my name here. Craig's having a good night. Um. Yeah, fantastic song. Love it. And again, that's the kind of song you can listen to on the radio. This is also the first uh, Bond song to win an Oscar. Yeah. So, which is interesting. Songs have been nominated before. In fact, uh, Live and Let Die, This One Did Love Me. Yeah. And this this one one did hit number eight on the um, Billboard Top 100. I am shocked. I'm honestly shocked that this this didn't hit number one. Hit number two on the UK. it's, It's Adele. You know, she was going to win awards. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, click that wheel again. Let's see what we get. Uh, Tom Jones, Thunderball. She always runs while others walk. Man, the like I look, you know, the, the the version that you shared on the uh the the playlist, I'm like, 
Okay, I know he's better dressed than Zardov, but this looks like Zardov to me. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I'd have to see if they were contemporary, because that was some Zardov shit going on. Yeah. When did Zardov come out? Zardoz came out in, like, 73, 74. Oh, so a good, like, ten years after. Yeah. Uh, it's, all right. So it's my, my thoughts on this song is it's trying way too hard to be Goldfinger. Um, yeah. And there's just, like, there's just this, like, sleaziness to the way that Tom Jones is, is, is doing this one. It really, it... It has all the looks and feels of a stripper song. To be fair, is this Tom Jones in general, though? It is. No, and you're absolutely right. So Tom Jones got his assignment. He knew his place in this. He was like, I'm not going to do anything different. I'm going to do the same thing. Throw your panties on the stage. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, I just... I mean, it, it, it definitely has a, a feel of Goldfinger, but, I mean, most of the songs on this list do. But... For me, it lyrically it far surpasses Goldfinger. It is, it actually he actually has good song a good song there, and so that's why this is a double O rock. I mean, a license to rock for me. All right. Yeah. Catherine. Matt Raker. Yeah, I, I gotta go. I'm gonna go Matt Raker on that, and um, Twitter agrees. Fifty four percent gave it a meh. Uh, it's better than that. Uh, it, 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 Mike, uh, just for your love, it does edge a little bit into the uh, into the green there. Okay, thank you. So, oh, you, you don't have to thank me. I'm just, you know. Just reporting the facts, man. Yeah, exactly. This is what I'm here you, to do. You report them well. Thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. All right. So let's uh, let's hit the old wheel here and see what we got. Ah, missed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The second of Shirley Bassey? Dame Shirley Bassey. Bassey. Dame Shirley Bassey's song, Diamonds Are Forever. Diamonds are forever. Sparkling rounds my little finger. Diamonds linger Men are mere mortals Who are not worth Going to your grave For I don't need love For what good Will love to me Diamonds never lie to me For when love Ah, see, there's a Shirley Bassey trilogy. For me, yes, yes, one, of them, one of them is meh, one of them is new, one of them is yay. This one is the yay. Really? For as much as the song, uh, the movie is utter garbage, this one, it's Shirley Bassey at her Shirley Bassiest, and the song is actually really solid. See, I had I had this in Matt Raker, but of course I have special... You know, you know, 
the first time I knew about it, Goldfinger was when I saw it on the Muppet Show. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, she does have a trilogy of of songs for the Bond movies, and I feel like you know she's Billy Crystal at the Oscars. You're like, oh, we tried to do something else. Oh, let's go back to the safe option. Let's go back to the safe option. Yeah, yeah. I I, I feel the same way, Catherine. This was definitely a hey, we just backed a dump truck worth of uh, money up to Sean Connery's house to get him to come back after uh, Honor Majesty's Secret Service to do this. <laughs> we got to make this feel like as much of a Bond movie as humanly possible. He's looking old. So they bring in they bring in Shirley Bassey to do this one. Um, it's not... It, uh, in the trilogy of her song, it's not the worst, which, oddly, we haven't gotten nope. to yet. But... Um, this is this is a solid meh for me. Yep, definitely a meh. I mean, it definitely feels. I mean, I will give it this. It feels like a Bond song, but it yeah. feels yeah. like a hey, we're going back to high school Bond song. Then, uh... <laughs> hey, if you're gonna bring back, um, you know what you know worked, then um, bringing back Shirley Bassey to do this song, I think it worked. I mean, it's you know, the the lyrically, it is a solid song. It definitely feels like a Bond song, of course. And so, yeah, for me, it clicks all the boxes. It's, it's a license to rock. Okay. Okay. And um, Twitter agrees with uh, both Catherine and I here. This is a solid 50% meh. Wow. <laughs> right down the middle. Yep. Seriously down the middle on that one. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's fine. It is. Yeah. It's not offensive, but it's not the best either. And I think we just have to leave it at that. Yeah. yeah. All right. We are down to the final five here. Woo. So I haven't hit my, my favorite nor my least favorite. All right. Well, they'll be coming up. Uh, Law of averages, Mike. One of them will be coming up pretty soon. Yeah. Yep. Ah, Okay. Lulu, the man with the golden gun. My note on this is, well, it sounds like a Bond song. <laughs> That's all is, I got. Thing is, That's, I, I've listened to the song several times over the last, past few days. If they made a porn parody of Bond, you could use this same song without a change, and it would sound perfectly for, um, adequate. It would work. I, you know, the weird thing about this song is it's just so, like, gloriously stupid that I can't not love it. <laughs> the, 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 but that's the whole thing with this entire movie. The, yeah. the movie, uh, The Man with the Golden Gun, is so unbelievably dumb. But it's yeah. so much fun. This is my favorite Roger Moore movie, just by virtue of it being 
Like this song, I mean, the song does what it's supposed to do. It tells the story of Scaramanga. Um, I was having, I, you know, I was, I was uh, twittering back and forth with the uh, the guys from the uh, Spy Hard podcast, and I, they asked me, you know, they were asking about what's your favorite uh, more era Bond poster, and I, I brought this one up. I'm like, because it simultaneously tells you everything you need to know about the movie, and at the same time is blatant false advertising it's it's just, it's amazing this movie just exists in a different universe entirely and i i'm here for it yeah the, the man with the golden gun it's it's a it's a silly stupid movie but it is unendingly charming yeah um but honestly the one line of this song that i will never understand is uh love is required whenever he's hired i mean I'm sorry. What? You say you need to love someone in order to have Scaramanga kill them, or you need to love Scaramanga in order? To... Why? Why does that song? <laughs> not, why does that line not, exist? Not not romantic love, Mike. No. Not romantic love. Yeah. Oh, it's a Bond movie. It's a Bond. It's gonna movie. be fucking. Yeah, you get yeah, you get romantic love in two of the movies. Yeah, it still doesn't make the line make any more sense. Yeah. But, I'm uh yeah I again I am um I'm all about this movie so I'm happy to say that I would honestly put this as a low license to slap because I just I enjoy this movie too too fucking much to not to to, to say anything otherwise it, it's um for me it's a double O man but you know it it's it, it's actually kind of a high double O man because it is just such a Stupidly silly song, but it's much like the movie itself. It's got a little bit of charm to it, so I, it feels like a Bond movie. So I, I you know, it, it's one I don't mind listening to again. Okay, Catherine, how about you? Meh, meh. You're going, you're yeah. going meh there. And uh, Twitter agrees with Catherine here. And uh, Mike, you're doing a low meh. You're, are you doing a high meh on this one? I'm, I'm, doing, a, I'm doing a high meh on this one. You're yeah. doing a high meh. Okay, so just barely enough to... It's going to stay in the meh category, but it's... As well uh, it should. Definitely got a little bit of a, a slap in there, just a little higher up than some of the other songs. Again, it's a mediocre song that I just absolutely love. <laughs> It's just like the movie, it is a paradox. Yeah, and and I will always love Lulu for the fact that she appeared on an episode of Monty Python's Flying Circus. That's right, she did. she's a huge star in England. Oh my god. Yeah. American audiences had no idea what to do with her other than that she sang the, the, she did sing to surf with love from the Sidney Poitier movie, that's what she's best known oh. for here. Okay, yeah, I know that song. Yeah. So. Alright, we're down to four. Ready? Alright. All right. Okay. Well, final one of the Shirley ba- uh, Bassey uh, trilogy, Moonraker. For love. 
Yeah, Moonraker, Boo-Raker here. <laughs> I, as much as I love Shirley Bassey's singing voice, the song makes not a lick of sense. It is a love song, and can anyone describe what a Moonraker is? No, it was literally thrown into the, uh, the they were just threw it in there to tie it to the rest of the thing. Like a Moonraker knows and like, so what is a Moonraker? You never actually this. It's the, the the space station. Well, yeah, but that that doesn't make any sense in the song now. Right, exactly. <laughs> it, the, the, all right, so here's I was again listening to the song with my daughter in the car, and I I got the feeling like this is the kind of song that sounds like it showed up in a Broadway musical. That was this was the centerpiece for their aging star that they brought in. Maybe in this case it would be Shirley Bassey. Uh, Bassey. Um, Bassey. 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 Oh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm awful. That's, and, that's, that's, uh, you have to watch the Muppet Show episode. Yeah, okay, sorry. Well, and it's, I'm not also, watching it now, I'm podcasting right now. Well, um, I mean, cause, <laughs> her, her last name has two S's in it. If it had one S, it would be Bassey. Okay, but Bassey. Two S's okay. is Bassey. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and I was like, it sounds like they built a musical around her, and this was like her big 11 o'clock number. To show off everything, and the show closed after three performances. Um, <laughs> this I, this song is just such a '70s movie song. It just oh, it's tough to listen to. It doesn't it doesn't do well outside of the confines of the movie. Yeah, the, it, yeah. Again, I I love Shirley Bassey's voice, but this song does her no favors. It is such a Stupid song means nothing. They squeeze the Moonraker title in there for absolutely no reason. <laughs> this one is a Boo Raker. There we go. Catherine, what are your thoughts? So, yeah, I definitely have this at the bottom as far as Bond movies go. It's, it's definitely down in the double O negative. However, if you listen to the lyrics... And the thing that I remember best about the one time I watched Moonraker was I cared about the love story that Jaws had. <laughs> so is he the Moonraker? I don't know if he's the Moonraker, but the, the the love story that's being told in this song, I'm like, I think this song is about Jaws finding his girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's forget and, for all the people he's murdered. Well, you know, he meets a girl with braces and they get along great. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very, it's a like weird, sweet story. And like, that's what I remember from Moonraker. The rest of that I could take or leave. And so, I was listening the, to this song. Yeah. And I was listening to this song and I was like, yeah, this is terrible. This is, you know, this is an okay song. It's a love song. It doesn't work with the Moonraker. Unless you think about it in the style of like, yeah, no one cares about what's going on with Bond in this movie. We care about Jaws. Jaws' redemption. Yeah. <laughs> so, I I put it upper double O negative. I'm like, I'm not saying it's a good, it's a good Bond song. I'm just saying... Hey, if you interpret it this way, it's kind of more fun that way. Yeah. So you're saying from a certain point of view. From a certain point of view. Yeah. And uh, 54% of Twitter actually gave it a meh. Um, Twitter is a lot more forgiving than I thought it would be. Yeah, this this is what happens when you let the collective vote. I'm kidding. 
Um, so I'm, I'm sticking that like on the upper echelon of double O negative, a little, little skosh yeah. into the meh yeah. there. All right. We got three songs left. It just, it just, it just tells us what kind of people we have for fans that are actually voting on this. And I like yeah. them. There we go. They're good people. Awesome. Excellent. Well, I know what three songs we have left. Yeah, I know. And yeah, this, one, I know. this one should be a resounding, um, I, I w- I'm going to assume here cause I haven't gotten Catherine's thoughts on this yet. Of what uh, what your thoughts are on Madonna's Die Another Day. Gonna wake up, yes and no. I'm gonna kiss some part of. I'm gonna keep this secret. I'm gonna close my body. Um, I am I am not a fan. Oh my thing god! Is, this, this is isn't terrible. Madonna, this isn't even a good Madonna song. The thing is, like, no. This, Madonna actually has a really good voice, and then they just yeah. decided to auto tune the fuck out of her. Who thought that was a good idea? They should be beheaded. Madge thought it herself. Do you think that she let anybody give her any input into this song? This is this is all her. It's like. The second really? she forgot about Kabbalah, she just she yeah. started doing like these these things. I think like right after Ray of Light, she put out that other album where she started like playing with the sound a little bit and she would throw like little like record skips and stuff. And this is I, I personally I don't think a Bond song needs like the freeze pause on it. No. Mm-mm. This is like I said, this isn't even a good Madonna song. No. Yeah, no. No, this is this is absolute garbage. You know, I, I appreciate you recognizing that I have been the Madonna fan in this group, but I hate this song. Yeah, yeah. Is, I, like, I, I do love me some Madonna. This is awful. This, this is, is the worst song that any of the Bond movies has ever had. Yeah, I, I firmly agree with that. I, and it's it's tough to find defenders of this song. I just feel like, and I've said this before about a few of the bands, that they got the assignment. Like, Duran Duran got the assignment. Um, Garbage yeah. got the assignment. Madonna was just like, she was given notes, and she's like, what, what do you want me to do, eat this? Um, it, yeah, even, it, seriously. Even Jack, yeah, even Jack White is like, I'm going to take your notes and I'm going to give it my twist. And she was just like, nope, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. I, it, I, I, I see your theming and I'm going to raise you my jerking off with my guitar. But yeah, uh, this is just, this is, is this when Madonna lost her mind? I'm trying to remember. This was right after swept away. Um, and it's, it's just, it's fitting. Cause this is one of the worst bond movies. Yeah. For me, this is the worst Bond theme song. Hands down. Uh, th- there is nothing that wor- is worse than this one. This one is a boo-raker of the worst degree. Yeah. 
Yeah, and 50% of Twitter agrees with you. It is a double O negative. Yeah, double O negative. I want to know who are the 50% that thought this was actually worth something. Well, it's a, you know what? It's 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 a uh, private poll. So yeah. I, I don't even know who did yeah. it. But I'm, I'm sure they know who they yeah. are. And they know their guilt. <laughs> don't you feel ashamed? Don't you feel remorse for what you have done? Just go around uh, the world and find anybody with a little rain cloud over their head. They're the ones that voted for it. Yeah, okay. Oh, man. So it's so bad. It's so bad. No, I didn't vote for it, but I definitely have a cloud over oh. my head. Oh. All right. So are we ready for uh, the, 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 the final two here? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm interested in seeing what comes up next. Ah, okay. So up next is Sam Smith, the writings on the wall from Spectre. I feel like a storm is coming If I'm gonna make it through the time Then there's no more use in running This is something I gotta face If I risk it Same reaction. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I don't much care for his voice, quite frankly. I honestly, I do not like his voice at all. I feel he's trying too hard to hit that falsetto. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, like the the normal voice is fine, but the the all the falsetto action was just not necessary, not appropriate, and not appreciated. Well, I feel like it's it's definitely something that is a Sam Smith thing, because I don't like any of his music. I, I, I truly don't like any of his music. However, it feels like a Bond song. They definitely got that intro. They got that Bond yeah. intro in there well. Yeah. Da, da, da. Yeah, that one. But they also did... The, the other thing with this, too, is that it actually does have... I love the chorus. Even though we have to, we kind of have to listen to him push it, you know, to the point where his testicles can't take it anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that pop at the at the end. Yeah, it's just the whole thing. It's just I feel like that cor- that the chorus is fantastic, and it's just his voice. His voice ruins it for me to the point where I can't put it as a license to slap. But. I really, I do enjoy this song. I'm, uh, personally, I'm putting this as a high meh. It's uh, slow to mid meh for me. It's it's not a bad song. It's just his voice is just, just kills any love I have for it. 
I agree. It's definitely a meh. Yeah. And it's uh, Twitter agrees with everybody. 44% went with meh as well. So it's, it's staying right dead in the center here of the of the meh scale. Yep. All right. I that leaves only one. Yes. All right. Yeah, we, that leaves only one uh, song left, and that is Tina Turner, Goldeneye. presence in the crowd other girls they gather around him if I had him I wouldn't let him out golden eye not lace or leather golden chain taken to the spot golden eye I'll show him forever it'll take forever to see Oh, yeah. You want to talk about my favorite Bond song. We have hit it. This is is a good song, and it's my favorite Bond movie that I've seen. Z-Snaps all the way. This was the first Bond Bond movie I saw in theaters. And, um, yeah, because for me, this, uh, GoldenEye, it takes everything that Goldfinger did and just, boom, nails it out of the park. This it is, is a so- it is a really good song. It it was like the first time that a song felt like an event. Yeah, because I mean, for the most part, even up like it was like the first time since Duran Duran they made an actual big deal about a Bond song. Mm. Mm. Um, it's it's a solid song. Well, now while it's it's not like in my upper favorites, um, mainly because of some of the the tricks that they do with it, which sound like a show tuning or Vegasy version of like the John Barry riffs like mm-hmm. that. They sound a little, they sound a little Vegasy to me. It's still an excellent song. It actually uh, hit the, the UK charts one spot higher than uh, garbage. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I, 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 I like this song a lot. Um, I, I'm assuming everybody else is a big fan of this one too, right? I wholeheartedly oh, yeah. love this song. This is my favorite Bond song. And, I mean, it's Tina Turner. You cannot not hate Tina Turner. Wait, wait. You Bond. got that wrong. Yeah, you can't hate Tina Turner. You, you can't hate Tina Turner. Yeah, I love I yeah. love Tina Turner. Unless you're Ike Turner and he's dead, so it doesn't really matter. So. <laughs> yeah, fuck him anyway. Yeah, well, but, yeah. <laughs> And, and like, you know, we've got a couple of, uh, you know, really big names on this list who have done movie themes before. And I think that this is better than Thunderdome. Oh, God, yeah. Dude, can we get this beyond is... Thunderdome? <laughs> we totally can. I mean, but it's also partly because understanding the assignment and doing a different sound. Yeah. It's, Whereas, I, I, yeah. Yeah, Madonna, I'm like, you did, this used to be my playground. You got the assignment then. Yeah, and even that that song's just kind of like it's yeah, it hit number one for what did we say like a, a week or two. Yeah, but you know what? You know what it is. I bet Madonna wasn't in the movie. I bet she does a better she does better songs when she's in the movie. She was in this movie though. Oh, was she? Oh God! Yeah, she was offended. This movie sucks. So I I would forgive you if you <laughs> forgot every moment of this movie. 
Um, but yeah, she's like the fencing instructor or something. And she, I think this is when she discovered that she could do a, a, like a not convincing British accent. That was what I, 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 I'm quite sure she discovered long before that, that she could do a not convincing British accent. Oh, it's not great. I think this is around the time she married Guy Ritchie too. So it's, it's just, yeah. So, yeah. But yeah. Well, you know, it's. We, we, we've I, gone I, from best to worst again. It's <laughs> yeah. I did. I did actually watch the Bond starring with Denise Richards. But oh, anyway, sorry. But yes, let us bring it back to one yeah, of Tina, the best to Dame Tina. <laughs> yeah, it's it is a fantastic song. It definitely is upper echelon uh, oh, Bond. As top license to rock for me. Yeah. Absolutely. And I feel like, yeah, and I, I will, so with this tiered list, I will screenshot this and throw it up on Twitter and Facebook so everyone can get a look at it as, when we release the episode, I'm not giving it away now for obvious reasons, spoilers. I'm still going to edit. So yeah, exactly, it's just spoilers from here. So I will throw that up on our Twitter feed, which is at Geek Salad Radio, and our Facebook feed, which is Geek Salad Podcast. Uh, I do have some shout outs, by the way, for some of our friends on Twitter. Um, first off, thank you, Comic Book Couples, who is at CBCC Podcast, uh, who actually did, did a great retweet for us there. Oh. And then we had some um, great feedback as well from a lot of our friends here. Um, so KCA, Night of Autumn at Initiative of One, says, World is Not Enough by Garbage is a pretty kick-ass and hot take. I think we should not make any more James Bond movies. No, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah our, our, a, sorry, go ahead. I'm just going to say, as long as we have uh, an American civilization, there's not going to be an end to Bond movies. Yeah. Um, our friend Kurt Smith at Swayze of Arabia says, I'm torn on what the best Bond theme. My go-to is always surely by, uh, base, uh, Bassies. Sorry, base Bass. Uh, Red Addiction of Goldfinger, but I love Nobody Does It Better by Carly Simon. Ah, there he is. Oh. Uh, since I love 80s pop, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention A View to a Kill by Duran Duran. Worse is, of course, Died Another Day by Madonna. I did respond to Kurt by saying, I found that even the lowest of the low has their defenders, but not this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is, yeah, not a great movie at all. And we also had some other... Actually, you know uh, who would who does defend that one? Who's that? At least the song is uh, my coworker, Rui. Oh, boy. But, of course, he is also a massive fan of the Transformers movies and of Cars. Okay. Oh, there we go. Yeah. There we go. Um, and then we've got... Yep. So, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I said take that as you will. Yeah. <laughs> and then we also have Dave McLean, our good buddy at the McLean Dave, who says, Live and Let Die is the gold standard in which all Bond songs are measured by. I've strangely seen two Bond songs live in concert, both at, uh, both at one and A View to a Kill. Oh, both that one. So he's seen, yeah, he just saw McCartney live recently, and he still does Live and Let Die, and he also saw You Do a Kill. Um, he, Dave also on, on Twitter posted the uh, the Bond chord, which oh, is yeah. a 7th seven, a seven fret uh, C. So it's, uh, yeah, pretty cool. Oh, it's an E major uh, minor 9, the real James Bond chord. <laughs> means nothing to me. Well, thank you everybody who voted for our song uh, for the songs on this. We really yes. appreciate that. It helped color Absolutely. this list a bit. Now, um, we did have one more thing we want to quickly touch on. This what this show's going a bit longer than I anticipated. 
Yeah. Uh, which is kind of, you know, I, I can't imagine how long gone if we had more people in, in, involved. Yeah. Um, but uh, to this morning, I, I sent out a list to uh, to Joe, to Classic Mike, to uh, Regular Mike, and to Catherine here uh, with the biggest betting odds for mm-hmm. um, for who should play the next Bond. Now, according to this, at plus 300, the top pick would be Idris Elba. And uh, the bottom here would be at a plus 2,000 Aiden Turner. So my question to you folks is, well, first of all, I actually got someone from Twitter who did mention, um, who did mention that uh, Movies for Real, at Movies for Real, said, I would love Idris Elba to play James Bond, uh, just man's a badass and uh, would be just a good Bond. Um, I'm going to actually dispute you on that, buddy, uh, only because he doesn't need Bond at this point. Um, I, I I have no issue with Idris Elba. I do think he is a badass, but the thing is, he's also 49, yep. and I would be shocked if they would go with someone uh, this around 50, because they're going to want to at least get 10 years out of them, and I can't see Idris Elba playing Bond at 60. Yeah, you you gotta oh, get these five I movies can. out of them. Yeah. It's, oh, I I I absolutely can. Give me a Elba. <laughs> no, no, no. Give give me a Elba. But I just, I mean, we see where Daniel Craig is at. He and you know, rather Daniel, Carl Craig, yeah, Daniel Craig is in his early fifties, and he's like, I had to stop because it's uh, it's it's not so much the filming. It's the regimen that he's got to do to get himself in shape for these movies. Yeah, I mean, he, he's publicly said he'd rather crawl across broken glass with his flying zip before playing Bond again. So, uh, I yeah, and and you know, Idris Elba, he, he he's a fantastic actor, but I've heard he can be a little on the temperamental side. Yeah, really, <laughs> I I I had totally heard that actually. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just, yeah, I just it, like, feel like, yeah, I think he would, he's, he's what they, we would call the safe pick because not only is he, he's a great action star, he's well known, he's handsome, and he's also black. And that's yeah. kind of, I just, I, I just think he doesn't need it. Even if he were a younger man and he was still as famous as he is now, he doesn't need Bond. Yeah. Um, just looking over some of the, uh, these other names here. Yeah, who would you pick? Uh, Henry Cav- Cavill, no, he, he's no. not going to be fine. Too well known. He's too well. He doesn't need it. Same thing with Tom he's, Hardy. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Tom Hardy. No, I think Tom Hardy would make a terrible Bond. I really do, and I like Tom Hardy. Yeah. Yeah, I I I like Tom Hardy in and when he's but like he does a good rapscallion, and that's not Bond. Yeah. Um, it, Bond Bond's a different flavor, and that's not Tom Hardy. And yeah, it's no. Yeah, Cillian Murphy, he, he's not, in all the roles I've seen him in, he's not debonair enough. Oh, yeah, no, he, he can make a great Bond villain. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, honestly, I know he's kind of a dark horse, but I would love to see Aiden Turner get the role. I, I'm with you on that one. I think Aiden Turner, if they're going with a traditional, like, we need a guy who is established but not well-known. Yeah, Aiden, you couldn't go. You couldn't go wrong with Aiden Turner. He yeah. he can he can do the physical aspect of that. He did yep. four seasons of Poldark. He was in the Hobbit trilogy. Um, I mean, I, he's a I fantastic first, actor. 
I first saw him in that um I forget the, name, the title of it, but the, the British version they, they made an American version about a vampire, werewolf, and a ghost. All yeah. Roommates. Yep. He was so good at that. That's a, amazing. The being being human. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He was that, a vampire. That's it. He was so amazing in that role. Um. I yeah. I like him. And honestly, if you're if you want to go with a slight like he still needs a little bit of uh, that that credibility push. And they want to go in the direction just to, to to make it a little more accessible to absolutely everybody. Uh, Reggae John Page. I don't know who that is. Okay, so Reggae John Page is on uh, Bridgerton, which a show which I've watched like one episode of. Um, women heard. love him. Like women absolutely are just like when you, when you ask women of Idris, ask them about Reggae John Page, and if they knew who he is, they will swoon. Mm. I need to check. I didn't. I didn't look at anybody after Idris Elba because. Yeah. Why would Fassbender you? Is not going to be fun. I'm sorry, he's not. No, my, Fassbender. No, is, he's a, yeah. he's going to be he's going to be like a new Goldfinger or something. He's right. definitely. Yeah, a great, fantastic actor, but yeah. not. He's not Bond. No, he's not. So, yeah, um, he's not. No, he's not Bond. He's the he's the villain. Right. Also, uh, D- David McLean also brought up that he his choice would be Reggie Jean Page, although. Haley Atwell should really be given a shot, too. That would be interesting. I feel like she's, at this point, deserves something outside of Marvel. Yeah, I mean... Like I, a major tentpole. I, I could... I, if they decided to go... I mean, that... I could see them doing something... They're someone, not going to do that. I could see them doing an, uh, someone that's black before they do a, go for a woman. Absolutely. Um, um, but, yeah, I think Reggie Jean Page is young. He's in shape. Very good-looking. Um, yeah, I, I think he could. Yeah. Uh, all right, Catherine, let's get the yeah, let's get your your opinion on that. Well, just <laughs> just looking at his headshots, I'm like, OK, I could see it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I agree that they would rather go with a black 007 than a female 007. Like I could totally see Haley Atwell playing like a foil or or a, a compatriot. Right. You know, you know, who I would. But, love then, but then at this point, it's just like. Then she's getting typecast. Yeah. Uh, I like, mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what exactly how old um, Haley Atwell is, but I could. I would love to see her play M, the new M. Mm, mm. Yes, I'd be so and make her actually give M a more of a active role in the again like in, in the field role. Yeah, and just sitting behind the desk. That would. I, oh, Ooh, yes, I like. I like. I like. That. I like I like the idea of her being in the field and then assuming the emerald at the end of the movie. Ooh, yes. There Thank we go. You. Barbara Broccoli, you have our number. Just just reach out to just DM <laughs> me on at, at, at Geek Salad Radio on but Twitter and we will make a deal. Yes. So, yeah, I think that that is that is some great casting. So, guys, this is a fun conversation. We've had I've had Bond on the brain for about two months now because of the of, of all the movie reviews and stuff, and I really wanted to talk about the songs. So, mm. thank you yeah, guys so fun. much. So anyway, our next episode, uh, we're sticking with movies, oh. but we're gonna yeah. So I, I just pulled up an image of a Reggie John Page. Yeah, I could totally see him. There's... Yes. Yeah. I honestly, him or Aiden Turner, I would be. Totally fine with, and I've been advocating for Aiden Turner as uh, Reed Richards forever, but we know that's not going to happen. So, wow! The more I see him, the more I see him, the more I like. I want him to be as Bond. Yeah, I I agree. I would be shocked. I think he is. He's fantastic. 
Yeah. But anyway, so our next episode, we're going to be sticking with movies, but we're doing something a little different. Not talking about Marvel. We're not talking about DC. We want to talk about um, our thoughts on our favorite uh, live action uh, comic book movies and TV that are not Marvel or DC. So outside of the uh, we're going outside of the big two on that one. So I would love to hear what you guys think about what your picks are, what y'all out in the uh, in the in the pod universe picks are. I know there will be some and there are going to be some very specific picks. Uh, for our movies, I know our friend M has covered on her show, Verbal Diorama. Now, so, are are we opening up to live action adaptations of anime? Um, if if it came out of a manga, I don't see why not. I just don't expect <laughs> me to talk they... too much about it. Well, you're gonna make yeah, a, I, I, Jim and I, uh, John and uh, yeah, yeah, Joe and I Joe. Are very happy. Yeah. Yeah. No. That 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 I I think that counts, and I know one of the ones that I'm going to talk about. Excellent. Well, well, we'll compile a list. It'll be fun. And we want to know what your thoughts are, too, on that. So if you've got thoughts, you can reach out to us on Twitter at Geek Salad Radio and on Facebook at Geek Salad Podcast. You can also check out uh, our entire archive of episodes wherever you get your podcasts from. So Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts. Essentially, you found it now. Just go back a few. You'll find more there. Our archive is also <laughs> on our YouTube channel, along with uh, Mike and my retro movie reviews, which is just you can search for us just by saying uh, Geek Salad Podcast. Also, check out our Tee Public store, keyword Geek Salad Podcast as well. Woo. All right. Well, mission accomplished, folks. Good Woo! job. Martinis all around. So until next time, hey. I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Catherine. Go forth and be nerdful. Talk to you later. Martinis! Bye! <laughs>